to entertain you, we'll sing your songs. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. All right, Matt. This song, so so Weird Al was in my top three on Spotify Wrapped uh, for the last. That two makes years. sense. Yes, for the last two years, Weird Al has been on my top three. Both of those years, I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> was my most streamed Weird Al song. Wow, um, and See, that's I, a that's a great twist. <laughs> So I am coming into this as possibly the person who has listened to I think I'm a clone now more than any other human being on the planet. Have you watched, this is a a jump ahead a little bit, but I I thought of it as soon as I was listening to this in anticipation of this episode. Did you watch the televised season of Comedy Bang Bang that Al did? Yes. Do you remember that there is a sketch about um, them getting a cloner for the show? No, um, it's in the episode where T-Pain is the guest. I can't remember anything about it other than the fact that T-Pain is a guest and Scott Aukerman needs to clone himself so that he can. <laughs> OK, now I'm remembering more. Uh, he needs to clone himself so that he can host the show while also run to Best Buy to buy the second best exotic Marigold Hotel on Blu-ray. Yes. OK, I do remember um, this. Plot. <laughs> and so there's a there's a cloner so he can clone himself and one of him can host the show and the other can um, go and uh, and pick up the uh, the Blu-ray. And uh, the person who invented the technology um, says, he's like, yes, we have cutting edge. Our technology will have you saying, I think I'm a clone now. And then it cuts Al's face just appears on screen. He just goes, hey, that's my line. (laughs) (laughs) And it tickled me so much because to me, this song doesn't feel like it gets enough respect. Like I was impressed that it was even referenced. This was according to Wikipedia, the third single off of even worse. That's crazy. (laughs) I guess it was sent to radio and they just decided not to play it. Like I don't, I just, yeah, did nothing come of it. That's crazy. Wow. So, So I wrote down almost no notes for this song. The only note that I wrote down about this song is that I literally believe 
that one of the best lyrics that Al has ever written for any parody song is born in a science lab late one night without a father or a mother, just a test tube and a womb with a view is one of my absolute favorite lines that he has ever written. I used to do a a bit at work. We were on Slack and you could set a Slack message Mm -hmm. and I would have a cookie (laughs) every day. I would buy a cookie and I would make my Slack message an abstract song lyric and the first person to message me and say what the song was that the lyric was from would get the cookie. And wow. a womb with a view went for a week and a half before someone because everyone was like on the honor system. No one Googled. Wow, Matt. That's fun. You're but you're what a what a fun worker you are. I, I am love a, that. I'm a fun co-worker. I mean, I not that I haven't great. noticed. I think you're a lot of fun to work with. <laughs> Obviously, we've been working together now, but so far I have not gotten any cookies. Yeah. Just saying. Well, you know. I know we work remotely most of the time. You just wait for that DoorDash. Uh <laughs> but, but no, the like I imagine my doorbell just rang, that would have been that would have blown me away. I would just find like like one of them was just like your eyes have died. Like that's like all I would write. And it was like <laughs> And it's like, that's like a weird line, but like someone's going to be like, Daniel, you like, like, you know, they, they figure it out. And oh, I just yeah. saw womb with a view was just what I wrote. Th- this is another one of those where I would say this took me, it was way, way too long. I think when I did the playthrough that I actually realized the pun of the, I think I'm a clone now because every pair of jeans is a hand me down. down. Oh my God. It's so jeans G E N E S. Yeah. That's such an obvious thing. Like now saying it out loud, but boy, did that take me forever to realize the pun of the, of, of that line. This is one of those, a lot of great wordplay in this song. We talked about this a little bit. And I think that this is, this is a perfect song to explain a past episode, right? When we did, here's Johnny, Mm -hmm. we landed on this thing where we were like, Hearing El DeBarge's version of Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? We were like, man, this actually makes us like Here's Johnny a little bit less because we're realizing that everything that we like about Here's Johnny is that we're just not that familiar with the original song and like the elements of that original song are the are the highlight. Yeah. I think that Tiffany's I Think I'm Alone Now is a phenomenally constructed and produced song. Like I think that the instrumentation in that song is great. And that's what originally started to draw me into. I think I'm alone. Or, uh, I think I'm a clone now as well. Is it's just I like the construction of that Tiffany cover, which it is a cover, uh, a Tiffany cover. But where here's Johnny feels like sure he's making these references to Ed McMahon and it's it's cute and it's creative. This is like you know when we talk about like when we make fun of him saying that he studied in a library to write I want a new duck like. This one, I I feel like he took a lot of time to make sure that this song worked the way that it did, because I think this song is fantastic. This song appears, look, I don't know exactly how sound the science is in the lyrics of this song, but it sounds good. It seems more researched. It feels, yeah, like uh, uh, he spent more time at the library than he did for I Want a New Duck, which is great. We got some some real uh, sciency terms here, like uh, you know, they're in a petri dish late one night. They took a donor's body cell and fertilized a human egg. 
I guess that's I, I I'm guess pretty sure that's how that they way. did Dolly. I think that that's how years later they did Dolly the sheep was like it wasn't like they shoved the sheep into a machine. It was like could they take these specific genes and put them in a in a test tube and essentially birth a, a creature out of it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Another interesting note on this record. So this is. Al is definitely doing a parody of the Tiffany version of this song. Yes. This song is originally by Tommy James and the Shondells. Yes. Who he parodies twice on this record. Exactly. <laughs> we are coming up on Alimony, which is a parody of Money Money by Billy Idol, but also originally done by Tommy James. That is interesting. And... George Harrison's Got My Mind Set on You is also a cover. It's not by Tommy James, but it, George Harrison did not write that song. Yeah, that's a cover. And Lasagna is a cover of Los Lobos's La Bamba cover. That's right. That's so, right. So Fat with, is the, the only, only straight parody yeah. <laughs> of the original on this record. Now, if Al's trying to say something to us about how recycled stuff is on this record i think it's really interesting i don't i don't know maybe i'm reading into it too much but that's a pretty interesting coincidence that these are all he is parodying hits of covers well we said this with with polka party as well with the exception of addicted to love every single or with the yeah with the exception of addicted to love every single parody is a song written for a movie soundtrack yeah there's a there's a theme to this to the way he picks his parodies yeah and i i have never noticed that before diving into this on this show with you yeah no um, i i think but that's fascinating there's no way that he accidentally did that, that can't I, be a coincidence no. i mean the two two tommy james things is that's interesting enough but the fact that they are all you know repurposed massive massive repurposed yeah songs it certainly from the seems same like you era could, yeah I, well, that's exactly that yeah this time in the 80s where people were doing these like new wave-ish or synth pop is actually better to say than new wave but these like synth pop covers of essentially 60s tunes um it's fascinating yeah and that was that was a big thing i mean that was a lot of the 80s like it's not like these were the only four examples tainted love is is sure. a gloria jones song you know putting on the ritz by tattoo is like a classic like 30s song cover like like it was a lot of 80s synth pop was them taking older songs and and doing money by the flying lizards like there's so sure. many of them yeah that yeah, it's like yeah. i do think that he was probably trying to make a slight point and being like i am with the exception of this michael jackson songs i need a lead single yeah. i want everything else to be an 80s cover of a classic rock song from the late 50s early 60s yeah like yeah if what he's doing is drawing attention to pop culture and poking fun at, you know, the trends and the the current state of the of the world, like that's it makes total sense. This is what was going on at that time and he really highlighted it on this record. I just and, had never noticed it before looking at the the track list and being like, "What?" That was the thing that caught my eye. I was like, "Wow, two Tommy James songs." And then the more I looked, I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. These are all covers. They're all covers. I I want to also draw attention to like the song I think I'm alone now. I think is the only one the only one of the four that we're talking about where I think that both the cover and the original are both equally great and the cover goes far enough in a different direction that they do feel like two fully fleshed out ideas. Yes. Like yeah, you know what I, I mean? Agree like with that. 
like Al, like Billy Idol's Moni Moni just kind of feels like him covering the way a bar band. It's a slightly covered. more rock and roll version. Yeah, like yeah, but like Tiffany, they really went and like no, we're going, we're making a whole different song. But they both work. I think it's a great song. I actually think that oh, people this is under a great song. Like people underestimate how good the verses in "I Think I'm Alone Now" are. Like those are very good verses. I think we're alone now. I think I'm a clone now. I just yeah. have to... <laughs> sorry. I think Sorry. no, you're I good. Think you're I'm good. alone now. No, that's my song for me. <laughs> Every night when I come oh, home. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we went dark. But yes, with I'm a clone now. Like, so I had this really weird thought. Do you think that the bridge of I think I'm a clone now is also slightly autobiographical about Al's perspective of his own fame, where he says, signing autographs for my fans, come and meet the carbon copy man, living in stereo, it's all right, I can be my own best friend and send myself a pizza. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's uh, calling himself the carbon copy man for someone who takes people's existing stuff. And I mean, it's not straight covers, but it, it, I I do think that you're not wrong to read into some, some personal stuff in this track. And I think that even the, like, I hate to say it like this, but like, this is still like Al, I'm pretty sure this is still single Al on the road, which if he's touring all the time, like living in stereo, like has a double meaning, obviously stereo duplicate twin, but also like Mm -hmm. he's, making music and touring but he's also probably spending a lot of time alone on the road so like the idea of like being his own best friend and having to order a pizza for himself like on the road like yeah i think that that bridge is actually i wouldn't be surprised if those lines kind of stemmed into the idea after he came up with the title i think i'm a clone now he had this idea of like i'm gonna write this song about a person who's a clone but i want to to acknowledge because again this he's making this album after a huge flop that he thought was the end of his career yeah so he has no clue that this record is going to do well so i really think that there was like a little bit of a personal personal piece in there that he was inserting you you might be right i'm also now looking at the uh the uh chorus repeat at the end of that the i think i'm a clone now i've been uh, i've been on oprah winfrey i'm world renowned yeah um yeah no i and uh i don't know if al had been on oprah at the time of this but um he may have been honestly yeah. no i mean it's kind of a sad sentiment i mean it's interesting because this the narrator of the song doesn't seem to be upset about it like if anything they seem like they're they're happy about it but it is interesting this idea of like becoming famous for something that you didn't you didn't really do anything yeah you just became a clone and now you're famous for something that happened to you more than anything you actually did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely get a little bit of wistfulness from, from this, uh, this, this track. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Hey! 
Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to- su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. I'm, I'm going to play my card right now. That's why it's going to number one on my rankings for Weird Al parodies. Well, you know, I shouldn't be that surprised <laughs> when you said it was the, the most played uh, song of the year for you. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I mean, no, I, I really, really do like this song a lot. I think it's, it is it is a really, really well-written track. And I think that of the original and of this one as well, it's just a great a great pop song. I'm definitely not putting it at number one. <laughs> that's insane. Um, that is really, uh, that's a, that's a Matt Kelly hot take for sure. But, um, but I, I respect it, Matt. I really do. Um, where am I going to put this? <laughs> I you know I'm, you want to come on. No, uh, well, no, I'm, not I'm, that great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rocked by that, uh, by that, that choice. That's, that is shocking. I'm going to put it, <laughs> I'm going to smack, I'm going to put it right in between two food songs where it has no business being at all, but I, I don't know where else to do with it right now. <laughs> I'm going to put it in between my Bologna and uh, theme for Rocky 12. All right. There or it 13. is. Or 13. So it's supposed to be Rocky 13. We yeah. have a typo on my list here, which threw me off. Guys, I know the name of the song. Everyone calm down. <laughs> Listeners. Yeah, no, and I, not to, I, I do think this is great. I really love this one a lot. Um, have you seen, um, this is sort of a, a side note, but have you, I, I've seen this uh, documentary about Tiffany that's called I Think We're Alone Now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ooh. About her stalker? About. Yeah. about her two stalkers. Yeah. There's Ooh. one in particular, but it's two, go- two men who have <laughs> Tiffany has restraining orders against because they are both convinced that she is um, their actual girlfriend. Um, and they show up at every event and she has to have security protect her. And they are seemingly the documentaries about these guys who seem to be mostly harmless, just deeply, deeply delusional, deeply delusional. Um, so I, I have, I have a, a slightly personal Tiffany story. Ooh, yes. Which Great. is, uh, my uncle's band. I've talked about them before. My uncle's in yes. a very popular party cover band and every summer, they usually have a Sunday residency at this Jersey bar. Every Sunday night, they play a three-hour set of covers. Um, it's like their most profitable set of the year. COVID happened. That kind of like scattered some things around. Sure. <laughs> and then, you know, we get into like 2021, 2022. So like the schedule's all jacked up. The bar's like different capacity. So they're like, hey, we're going to do like a once a month type schedule with you guys for this summer as we're getting our footing back, right? 
Mm-hmm. So they're scheduled for this Sunday. And all of a sudden, the bar's just posting about how Tiffany is playing the same night that they're supposed to be <laughs> they're supposed to be playing. Ooh. So he calls the bar and he's like, "Are we like opening for Tiffany?" And he goes, "Oh, no one canceled you yet." Oh God! And they were supposed to have gotten a call like months ago to change the date, and the bar just forgot. So like. Literally, like, two days before the show, they have to, like, post and be like, sorry, guys, we got bumped for Tiffany. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And and now they have, uh, as of this year, they're like, we have uh, decided we're not going to continue the contract <laughs> with that bar. But, uh, you know, they found another bar very quickly. But I, I that has become a running gag on their show is uh, when they go to the emails, there's always someone that's like, so tell us your thoughts on Tiffany. And they're like, we got no problem with Tiffany. Tiffany's great. We got a we got a problem with a bar that I would say, yeah, it's, give it's us never the, the other artists. Canceling it's us. never the other artist's fault if there's a double booking. Yeah. That's just uh yeah, that's uh that's some poorly organized <laughs> bar stuff. Um that's funny though. Wow. That's too bad. I was yeah. hoping that was gonna end with like everyone hanging out. Like no. you guys just chill. I mean, with I'm Tiffany. sure Tiffany's great. This was also weirdly I mean, whatever, she's doing her. But this is like a year or two ago when she's kind of like trying to do Tiffany, the like rock and roll girl performance thing. And it's like, I don't know, man. I just, I want, I want the like borderline Robin sparkles, Tiffany, that's like performing in the malls. (laughs) And and in the documentary they show, she does do still a lot of like mall type. I mean, that documentary is like probably 15 or 20 years old at this point. So I'm not sure exactly where she's at now, but just one other note about the original of this song. I think it's another one of these interesting things of like, so from the Tommy James version to the Tiffany version, those lyrics are the same, but it's so interesting how how differently they read because this is another this is a song about you know, the first lyric of the of I think we're alone now is children behave. That's what they say when we're together and watch how you play. They don't understand. Yeah. So it's about I at best teenagers <laughs> Um, getting into some mischief together. And it's so interesting how those lyrics read really differently when they are sung by a dude versus uh, an older dude, an adult man versus a young girl who is clearly, I don't don't know how old Tiffany was when she recorded this, but she certainly was like a teen pop star. And that's the, like, even aside from the production, I just love the production of Tiffany's version of this song. I think that's a part of why her version actually lands better than the original. I feel like it actually just the sentiment of the song feels more comfortable for me coming from her than it does from this dude, this older guy. And then on top of that, Al's version spins it. I just, it was just a thought like three different versions of this song that all hit really different, really differently, really reads and different. Yeah. Well, we're finished. We're done. Side A already of of even worse. We're, we're oh just my god! The along. time flies, <laughs> and we got so uh, much more great stuff on this record to talk about, dude. Uh, side B is just as great as I like. I said this album. I don't know how this sat so in the middle for me all these years because it really is just like heavy hitter after heavy hitter on this. Album. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll be back next week with another parody, which is kind of rare that he has two parodies back to back. Back to back. Well, split by side A and B. So I guess you flip the record over and you forget everything. That's true. Everything disappears. (laughs) 
we're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 